Blog Talk Radio. Well, welcome everybody. We are just uh, starting and opening our new show with uh, Dr. Catherine May. Uh, many of you are so familiar with her work and her live channels. Uh, this is going to be a uh, uh, monumental event today. We're starting on Wednesdays. And this is Anne DeHart. Uh, some of you may know me from uh, the uh, calls that we've done in Hollow Earth Network. And I want to welcome old friends and introduce myself to the new ones. Um, Dr. Catherine May is uh, going to be bringing forward, um, and we've already listed them, four of our well-known cosmic masters, which is uh, uh, Jesus Ananda, Ashtar, St. Germain, and, of course, Mother, Father, God, who uh, Spirit has asked uh, Dr. May to be their voice. So we're going to have an incredible call today. And uh, just to give you a little background on Dr. May, who has been a clinical psychologist in New York City, in the uh, Hudson Valley area for over 35 years. She's quite well known. Uh, and she has, she's the only one that has this very special um, technique. Uh, she's teaching it to people now around the world. Um, for, it's, a, it's called a visual centering technique. And uh, she, um, as I say, is teaching it to people. You can go to her website and learn a little more about it. And her website is who needs light dot org o r g. And uh, I I was introduced to Dr. May when um, another well-known channel and uh, her partner sent me one copy. It was Nancy Tate and Bob Towers. Many of you know Nancy and Bob sent me one of Dr. Um, May's channels. And he said, here's some good news out of all the bad. You'll enjoy reading this. And having read that first message um, through uh, Dr. May, I immediately installed her very own page. Uh, I have two websites. One is hollowearthnetwork.com. Uh, my original website, which has expanded to a second website, uh, Hollow Earth has to do, of course, with our brothers and sisters residing inside of this planet. And uh, Zora from Hollow Earth, many of you know him. Uh, when that is that was my first website, and the that expanded to a galactic website, which is uh, known as Earth Ascends earthascends.com and Dr. May's page is titled Mother Father and from there uh, you can read past uh, um, messages from her and you can also link directly from that to Dr. May's own website and when I started reading that I was hooked. I just haven't missed anything since so you're in for a great treat. Um, You'll get to know both of us uh, much better as uh, the weeks go on. And with this, I'm going to turn it over to Dr. May. Go right ahead, Catherine. Oh, thank you, Anne. That was a lovely introduction. Um, I I was hoping I'd be able to get some, to say some glowing things about Anne and her website, too. 
Um, so I want to recommend it to everybody that you go. There's different information than what you find on my website, so I think it's a really nice, we we offer a really nice compliment to each other, and I think the people that have been attracted to her website are going to really enjoy these messages and vice versa. So this is pretty exciting. I'm really delighted to be sharing this phone call, this um, this blog talk radio show with Anne. I'm delighted that she's here. And I'll tell you what I was told just before we started. I asked with this um, illustrative uh, list of visitors for tonight, I asked them who would like to go first. And they said, well, first Mother, Father, God, and then Jesus, Sananda, as we call them. And then I got to Ashtar and St. Germain, and they said, we're going to flip for it. (laughs) (laughs) I love these guys. (laughs) So I don't know which one of them is going to be third and fourth. But I wanted to share that with everybody. (laughs) So Mother, Father, God are going to go first, and I'm hoping they will have some really interesting and, you know, special news for us tonight. But we'll see. Between the four of them, I bet we'll have some pretty interesting stuff. So I'm going to ask Anne to, you know, we're kind of new at this, but I'm going to ask Anne to sort of help me with the transitions between one and another. And um, they will help, too, with, you know, saying when they're finished and when it's time to turn on the music. So they're they're pretty good at this, too. So I think without further ado, I'm going to get out of the way and let Mother, Father, God speak. Hello, dear ones. We're delighted to be here, as usual. This is a very special time, partly because we're all here together. It's like a family event, the four of us waiting to take our turn to go on the radio. We really enjoy this. I hope you do, too. We get a kick out of talking to all of you. You know, it's only very recent that we've had the ability to do this kind of thing where we can speak on the Internet and then literally thousands of people can listen in and hear Of course, we don't have a voice exactly. That's why we have to ask Catherine to be our voice. We tend to communicate telepathically. So all of you who have gotten messages from us have heard our words and our feelings, but not our actual voice. So we've asked her to be our voice. And you will hear the expression of our emotions and our feelings as they come across. Um, through this channel, but of course, you will hear her voice, and we thank her for that. Now, let's get on to the news for today. There are so many things happening on the planet right now. 
Gaia continues her ascent. And across the globe, we see the patterns of brilliant light, brilliant light, in places that used to be dim. We see, of course, a few pockets of darkness still left. We see some shadows where the people that Catherine has called wannabes, the ones who who fell for and promoted the dark ideas that were perpetrated on the planet, there are still some folks who haven't quite awakened yet and are dragging their feet and are still adhering to some of the negativity and the fears and the disaster feelings that were so prominent over the past years. But that has changed. The balance has tipped. I wish you could see what we see. The brilliant lights like beacons shining from planet Earth. And as you have all prepared and done your cleansing and done your meditations and your work to bring yourselves to a place where you would be squeaky clean and ready to move at any moment, it shows. We want to congratulate you. The bright lights that you are are shining across the globe. And in the U.S., where you hear our voices mostly, those of you in in the U.S. and Canada, and there are some others who are coming from Europe, even Eastern Europe, and a few from Asia and Australia, although they have, you know, time difference problems there. So some folks have to stay up in the, to be in the middle. They're in the middle of the night, and we appreciate that they're here with us. So the good news that we have for you, our our dear masters will give you more details. The good news we have for you is that you have reached the tipping point. I know that many of you have sent in messages, and a number of them had the same themes. Would you please ask Mother, Father, God, why this is taking so long? Why do they promise that there will be changes soon? And they know that soon means not very long to us. Why do they say soon and then it seems to not happen. Well, we've tried to explain to you that this is not a calendar event. The universe does not operate on time as you do, but that's not the only reason. There are events and happenings on the planet that are unfolding over which we have no control. We can only wait until these things unfold and then the next thing that is like the domino falling will then unfold and another event that was dependent on the ones before it will then unfold. We can see the themes. We can see the the patterns projected into the future. But we cannot predict precisely when these events will take place. We just cannot. 
and neither can anyone else. So if somebody tells you, and by the way, you recall we've been very careful not to give you dates. There was one date that we did give you, and that was December 21st, because you all decided on that date. There was another date where we sent a huge blast of energy. We promised that blast of energy on that date, and it did happen. Beyond that, we do not predict dates because, as we said, we have no way of knowing the exact date. And we try to keep you abreast of what we see happening and how we see it unfolding, and we like to encourage you. We like to assure you that things really are moving and the things that you and your other light worker friends are doing on the planet are making it happen. This is a joint effort, as we have said. You are not going to be rescued or saved. You are going to save yourselves with our help. And we are more than happy to help. We love it when you call on us, when you say your prayers and you talk with us. We respond. We hear you. We aren't controlling you, as you know. We would not do that. This is your experiment here on planet Earth. This was designed with the help of all of you. So you're not alone in this, and neither are we. It's a cooperative venture. And our dear Sananda, of course, is the leader of this wonderful adventure that you call life on planet Earth. It may not be feeling so wonderful to you now when you look around you and you see the suffering. There still are many people who are suffering, but there are also many who are beginning to rise up and take charge and reduce the suffering by being the ones who put a stop to it. You can do that. With our help now, you're protected. You need to ask for protection when you take part in something that you believe might be risky. Ask for our protection. And we will guide you and we will protect you. So we wanted to assure you of that. That's a very important part of the news today. We want you to ask for our protection. And our angels and our guides will also join in. There are millions of souls here who want to take part, who want to be included. So let them join with you. Let them be the wind at your back. Let them be the ones who protect and guide you. Thank you, dear ones, for your courage and your bravery and your growing intelligence. That's part of the light we see. As the energies on the planet rise, as your DNA is being adjusted, shifted, changed gradually, We're not doing it so fast that you will be 
you know, in bed with migraine headaches. We don't want that. But you are shifting. You are changing. This past week may have been difficult for some of you. We know that many of you felt very tired at times. You may feel a little woozy because of the rising energies. It has been described as the feeling of jet lag. And many people seem to agree that that is what it feels like, a little a little wobbly feeling in your head, a little funny feeling in your body. That's the energies rising. Embrace it. This is a gift for you, our dear children. You have worked hard. You have earned this ascension. We all know that. And now... It is accumulating, the power of that light that you have brought is accumulating, is growing, is rising. It's raising the vibration on the planet and it's beginning to carry others along with you. And this is the plan. This was your plan as well. And we congratulate you. It's working. We ask that you be patient, that you continue your good work, and if there are things happening on the planet that you don't like right now, then you be the change. Help to change those things. There are ways. Choose the the things you really don't like that might be closest to home. Our message this week told you about the corruption in the court systems. There is a court in every county. There are family courts in almost every big town. You can go there. You can be a witness. You can go with your recorders, your cell phone recorder or the one you can put in your pocket. Go and be a witness. We also gave you the name of a website to go to, to volunteer to be a witness, there there are programs for people to join in this effort. We hope you will do that. There are other issues, hunger issues, difficulties with educational process. Volunteer, help out. Be the change, as we always say. And now... I'm going to turn over the floor to our dear Sananda. And we'll have a moment of music. And then he will be here to give you his message. Good night, dear children. This is Anne. I don't know if you're able to hear me. I'm new at this format. Um, But I want to welcome you to the call. We will have four guest speakers today. We just completed with Mother, Father, God, and we're awaiting Sananda, who should be here momentarily. Hello, everyone. 
Yes. This is the one you call Jesus. I prefer the name Sananda because that is my ancient name. But you knew me as Jesus. And I hope you'll know me now that I can talk with you directly. I'm so pleased to be here. It's rare that I get a chance to talk to hundreds, maybe thousands of people all at once. I can feel your presence, the warmth, the expectation, the love that comes through the the energy of this wonderful internet you have, and it will get much better. So for my special uh, little greeting here, I want to give, as I will do in the future, I want to use this opportunity to give you a little lesson, a little correction maybe, to the lessons that were um, attributed to me in the document you call the Bible. First, I must let you know that there are so many inaccuracies and so many distortions in the Bible that although it is at times very eloquent and beautifully written, there are many stories, teachings, that have entered into that document that are very inaccurate and distorted. Probably among the worst, well, sometimes it's hard to say which is the worst, but one of the worst things about that particular document is the distortion that was created to make it look as if women are inferior to men by describing me as um, a lone wolf, as someone who was out there on his own leading a band of men, this could not be further from the truth. I was married to my dear Mary Magdalene, who is my partner and the love of my life. I led a group of people Among them were several women. Of course, in those days, it was more difficult for a woman to be able to travel or leave home or be as free as women are now. But there were many who were teachers, who were friends. So don't think that it was some sort of exclusive men's club. It was not. The second thing that has been a terrible distortion was the idea that I wanted to create a new religion. Nothing could be further from the truth. I did not come to planet Earth to be worshipped. I came as a man among men and women. I came to teach. I came as the voice for Mother, Father, God. I did not choose to start a new religion called Christianity. That was a a concoction, a fantasy of the people who came later. 
and especially of the the one who called himself the Apostle Paul, who was not an apostle at all. He had never met me. But he decided to present himself as the apostle to the Gentiles and to create a, an entirely new set of teachings that would be separated from Judaism as if it somehow transplanted, uh, transcended the teachings, the original teachings from Judaism. I had no intention of doing that. There were some very good laws that helped people to manage their decent treatment of one another. It was not my purpose to begin a new religion or to promote Judaism for that matter. I simply wanted to teach love, compassion, kindness, generosity, decent treatment of all beings, not just men and women, but all the kingdoms of earth. Yes, it was it was reported that I had described things about humans having dominion over the other species of the planet. In translation, that sounds as if man was put in charge of the planet. That is not the case. Humans are, as you call it, at the top of the food chain. And as such, I tried to teach that it is the requirement, it is the responsibility of humans to be respectful, to be appreciative of the bounty that Gaia has offered for all of you, to honor the other species and plants as you honor each other. Being the manager and the overseer and the protector of the planet was what we intended. Not the group that would pillage and destroy. It has been a great disappointment to us that much of this pillaging and and uh, raping, as you would say, of the planet has been done in the name of Christianity, where abundance is taught as having the most wealth, the largest bank account, the most number of cars, the biggest house. This is not what we intended to be known as abundance. Abundance is a shared condition where everyone has enough and everyone could have enough. There is enough on your planet for everyone. We are hoping now that all of you are going to join together. We'll join together even with those who have offended you, even with those who have transgressed 
They've made mistakes, yes. There have been many mistakes made. We understand that. Many of you were in the throes of darkness. It has been a very difficult journey for all of you to come to planet Earth. You are known in the universe as the brave ones to even venture to such a place is considered something of an amazing uh, gesture of determination and courage. So we know how difficult it is. We forgive, as we hope you will. We forgive the dark ones. We only ask that they come back to the light That's true for everyone. Everyone here on the planet, everyone will be welcomed with open arms when they come to the light. Help your brothers and sisters. Help the ones that are just awakening. Encourage them to read these messages, to listen, to ask questions, to even call in and ask their questions. Now, I don't want to take up all the time here. So, I'm going to turn over the floor, and here, Ashtar and St. Germain are carrying on. (laughs) They're flipping their imaginary coin to decide who will be next. Now, brothers, have you chosen who will go next? I'm going to sign off, so I will offer the floor to the next speaker. Now, let's see. Who will it be? It's I, Ashtar. (laughs) I won the flip. (laughs) Or, well, is this a win? I guess so. I think there will be time for all of us. I'll try not to hog the floor too much. (laughs) It's lovely to be here. I have been giving a number of messages recently. It's a delight for me. I like being heard, don't we all? So we have joined together a number of times to speak. I've been here before. Many of you were here the last time I came. I want you to know that we are here just waiting with bated breath to be able to openly land, as you know. The word of disclosure is sweeping across the globe. The news of Dr. Stephen Greer and his movie being produced, the news of the citizens' hearings, to be held in Washington, D.C. So many people are passing on the word. I want to ask all of you who are listening to this, either the live presentation or when you find the archive of this, I want to ask each one of you who listens to this call to send out a message to at least five people 
and give them the reference. They only need to Google citizens' hearing for disclosure. It's very easy to find on the Internet. And encourage them all to subscribe so that they can hear and maybe hear the archives of the hearings as they are taking place. There will be a live feed. We want to know that billions of people are listening to this as it happens. Because we know what kind of effect it's going to have. We know that as soon as people hear why we have been prevented from landing, it's not because you're afraid of us. We know that. You know that. You already know we're here to help you. Well, we'll reiterate it one more time. We want to give you the technology to have free energy. That is our purpose and our pleasure, among other things, of course. But that in and of itself will change your way of life. It will help you to begin the new golden age with a glorious change which will eliminate gas, drilling, oil pumping, and pollution across the planet. Imagine fresh air everywhere on your planet and at no cost. We are so happy to be doing this. And it's now, of course, we're not giving you a date, but you can feel it, can't you? You can feel it coming. We can feel it coming, too. We know that when the entire population of the globe hears the truth about why you're living the way you do, about why there's so much poverty, why you all have to work 40 to 80 hours a week just to make ends meet, the world will be outraged and there will be change. We trust you. We know that when the time comes, you will stand up and demand what you deserve. And we will be here. So we are already high-fiving because we see the progress. We see things changing. We see the dark ones being dragged off. We see the individuals being freed. There is a process by which an individual who has harbored a dark entity can be freed. And when that happens, the light that that individual emits increases tenfold. And it's one more dark entity taken away to the light. I think you've heard about this process. Your channel, who's speaking tonight for us, is one of those people that does that. We're going to ask her to be, we're going to ask that she be put in touch with others and to teach others who can also do this work 
because now is the time for everyone to be free. Everyone to be free spiritually, psychologically, financially, emotionally, physically free. That's what we are hoping to help you do. And you will help each other as you have all along. We admire how you do that. We admire your resilience, your determination. Look what you've done. Every time there's a natural disaster, every time there's a tragedy, you band together, you help each other, you comfort each other. It's wonderful to see. We encourage you to keep going, even when there isn't a natural disaster. You are raising the level of light on the planet. And it is a glory to behold. So, I will now turn over the floor. We're going to have a little music for a moment. And then we're going to hear from St. Germain, who's had to wait all this time. (laughs) So, he'll get his chance. Salud, everyone. Well, this is Anne. Aren't we having a wonderful time here? And we have a nice large call for many people. And um, some of you are new to me. I'm I'm new to you. Um, we will get to know each other better. Others are old friends from calls that I have hosted for Hollow Earth Network. Uh, I want to welcome you. And uh, I believe um, our final speaker we've heard from uh, first of all, we heard from um, Sananda. No, no, no. Who did we, we heard from Mother, Father, God, and then we heard from Sananda. Now we just heard from Ashtar, and Saint Germain has just joined us, I believe. I'll turn this back over to our host. Hello. Yes, it's Saint Germain. I have to tell you, Anna, I'm listening on this line, and I hear rumblings and growlings and fuzziness on your line. I'm wondering if the others hear this as well. We'll work on the well, technology. We hear, it, we hear it on your line as well. It's a it's a breaking. It's a a breaking up of sound. Mm, yes. I wonder. We'll have to talk with the. Mm-hmm. the technicians who run this site and see what the problem is. Right. Thank you, Anne. Anne is an old pal of ours. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, St. Germain, am going to tell you I have a confession to make. <laughs> Those words are well chosen. Um... I haven't announced this myself. I know there have been rumors and people reporting and and saying, well, you know that Pope, he certainly sounds a little bit like St. Germain. And wouldn't it be interesting if that were St. Germain in the Pope's body? Well, I, I have come here tonight to let you know, yes, that is true. I 
am currently playing the role of the Pope, living in the Vatican with, well, I hope you'll take this ride, with all of those old men in dresses. (laughs) Now, you know I like to play. You know I like to dress up. But when it comes to these serious things, the seriousness of managing a religion that a billion-plus people have subscribed to across the planet, this is a serious business. And for the leader of a world religion to be dressing up in ermine is just not appropriate. And be decked with jewels when people are starving, those very people over whom the leaders uh, have weight, have control, it's just hideous that all of these leaders of the church should be walking around in jewels and finery when the people just outside the walls are struggling to survive? I do not agree with that. I never have, of course. I have lived a life as Francis. That's, of course, why I chose the name of Francis, because that is my philosophy. It is the way I have lived in the past and the way I intend to continue to live as the Pope. But I assure you, you can expect to see some changes happening. You may have heard, some of you, I don't know if you're all enraptured with following every word the Pope says, but you may have noticed that the first thing I said when I was appointed was, this will be a poor church for a poor people. I intend to make that happen. And I don't mean by wishing it. You see, I am in the enviable position of being in charge. Not directly, exactly, but I can, let's say, throw my weight around a bit. I happen to be in the position of being the head of the Vatican Bank. Now, when I was here, do you many of you have heard how I gathered funds, jewels, gold, and so on, to create a very considerable fund that would one day be distributed to the people for this ascension process? Well, I have a joke I want to share with you. We think of it as a divine joke. The funds that I, one of the, one of the, uh, pots of gold, let's say, that I left for the people 
was called the St. Germain Trust, the St. Germain Prosperity Trust, actually it's called. Well, guess where the funds are located? They are in the Vatican Bank. Well, the Vatican Bank has refused to send these funds to distribute them to the people who were in charge of them, even though it has been requested a number of times. They've been threatened, told that the funds will not be released. Well, I have no intention of letting that continue. In fact, now here's the beautiful joke. The funds in the St. Germain Prosperity Trust are greater than the funds of the Vatican Bank itself. Now, those of you who are finance people will immediately guess. This means, therefore, that the St. Germain Trust actually has more power by being more than a 51% owner of the Vatican Bank. (laughs) Isn't that a lovely twist? Well, this means that the St. Germain Trust, under the care of the Pope, will actually be distributed, will be freed from the grip of the greedy bankers who have tried to prevent any of the money being distributed to any of the people. And I have no intention of allowing that to continue. It will take a little bit of paper shuffling and a little documentation and some lawyers involved. And I can assure you that I will have my finger on (laughs) the paperwork I've already asked some folks that I've been working with to put together a little package with some numbers on it so that I will have the evidence to take to the accountants and say, gentlemen, what is this? I am getting these complaints that people are trying to remove their money from our bank and they're not being permitted. Why? How could this happen? (laughs) How? Indeed. (laughs) Because if they are to acknowledge that this fund exists, they will have to acknowledge that St. Germain owns the Vatican Bank. (laughs) Well, I hope that's good news to you because it's certainly good news to the rest of us here. And we can hardly wait until this all plays out. And I can assure you it's not going to take a lifetime. I don't work that way. You know that. So for now, I want you to know I'm here to help and it will be done. Now, I think Many of you have questions that you would like to ask. So we're going to ask Anne to choose some people to ask their questions, and they can let us know who they would like to have answer. So you have a panel here of 
this is called the channel panel, right? You have a panel here of experts to help answer the questions. And so I will turn this over to our our co-host, Anne, and she will field the calls for us. Thank you. Namaste, all. Anne, are you there? I'm here. You know, I didn't want to miss a word of these messages, um, so I have three callers with their hands up uh, wanting to ask questions, and I haven't screened any. Um, I have Rita waiting. She was number one, and I'm going to open her line and uh, let her go ahead and speak with us. And um, I don't want to miss Rita's either. And then perhaps um, when Rita's questions are completed, um, you might make a few comments with the folks while I screen the next call. So I don't want to miss out on any of this either. So um, I'm going to bring Rita on right now. And uh, hello, Rita. Hello, and good evening to everyone. I am just... So happy when Saint Germain was talking, I was just laughing and I was saying, Yay, yay, yay! And <laughs> it's just absolutely beautiful to know that that's the way Saint Germain is. He just plays his part so well. And I didn't really come on to really ask a question. I was going to say that there was something wrong with the uh, phone, and my computer went off, and we didn't hear a lot of it. And that's what I really thought I could get in touch with you, Anne, before, but I couldn't. But Mm -hmm. I don't really – everything has been answered for me so far. So thank you. And good evening. I will – I'm going to, I'm I'm just a novice at this switchboard here but so far we're we're doing quite well and uh thank you Rita it's so wonderful to hear your voice and I'm going to go ahead and uh put you on mute now and uh uh Catherine if you could just make a few comments while I screen the next call and I have an idea what what they would like to talk about I'll be right back is that okay is that okay Yes yes this is Catherine Oh, this is so much fun. Thank you, Anne. You're welcome. Um, so so the rest of you know what goes on here. While while I'm on the air, Anne has a special way of like going to a private line where she can talk with a caller and ask them what they would like to ask, you know, to speak with them about what their question might be. I should probably give you a little bit of background too. Most some of you know that what we answer here, the questions that we ask our panel to answer, are not usually the questions of a very personal nature. You know, will I find my one true love or will I get the promotion this week? That's not the kind of personal questions we we usually address here. We prefer to ask our masters uh, more general kinds of universal questions. Once in a while, someone will have a a personal question that really is very applicable to what other people are experiencing. And I think you probably know what those kinds of questions would be. So we ask you to 
you know, okay. use your judgment about that. Okay. And when you um, do ask your questions, ask who you want to answer it, and I will call on them. Okay? Well, well, Catherine, I have Diane on the line, and I didn't go into a lot of detail because I wanted it, I didn't want her to tell this, but she's concerned about the new house uh, that they've moved into and strange happenings going on in it and what they should do about it, and I'll let her explain that a little more in detail. And um, I don't know who you would select to answer that one. Um, so, Diane, are you on the line? Yes, I am. Hi, how are you? Hi. I'm sorry, there seems to be a lot of interference on the line. I apologize to our listeners. Is Are you hearing the interference on on all of the lines, when either when I, I speak did before, or when Ann Yeah, when she spoke, it was, but now it's clear as a bell. It was? Yeah, now it's clear as a bell. Yeah, before now it was clear. a little okay. rough. Oh, okay. it's, it's garbled now. It's both of you are garbled to me. Oh dear. Well, we'll have to find out what the problem is here. Yours is getting better, Catherine. Well, I'll let Diane uh, go ahead, and I'm going to check out our third caller while um, Diane continues with her story. Okay. We have only about six or seven minutes left, but I've okay. I reserved a little extra time in case we run over. It'll be okay. Okay, right. I'm super quick. My best friend, okay. she has a 17-year-old daughter, and they moved at Christmas time from their old house to their new house. And they've mm-hmm. had experiences pretty much all of this young girl's life. But now their, like, doors are shutting on their own. Like when the girl went to close one, it closed on its own. And um, there's eerie feelings. And I've also recorded EVPs of a gentleman's voice saying the word D-A-N. <laughs> and um, they... Um, no man was in the home when that happened. And then um, I've had a Catholic priest come out, and he did a deliverance to the home. And we've done the salt and the sage and all these wonderful things. But I don't know what I'm dealing with. I mean, I don't know anymore what it is because I really thought it was gone. But it's back. Mm. Who would you like to answer the question, do you think? Oh, or do you want Sananda. me to answer it? <laughs> Sananda. Sananda would be great. Or you. <laughs> Okay. Well, maybe to save us time. Um, No, let's hear what he has to say. But I I would say, you know, it is possible if you can uh, speak to an entity that's bothering you. They They are humans who have not passed over. So often, if you just speak with them and ask them, tell them they that you need to to inform them that they have died and that they can go to the light. And they mustn't okay. be afraid that they can, you know, they will be welcomed and you wish them well and encourage them to go to the light. And often that's yeah. all that's required. Yeah, I did that originally, and that's what I'm starting to think if I'm dealing with something that's a little bit more like a demon type of thing. Like, oh, you know, all right. Something that's not as kind. So let's let's call Sananda and ask him then. Okay? Okay. Yes, um this is a an interesting question. Is did I hear your name was Diane? Yes. This is Diane, isn't it? Yes. Okay. 
Um, let's see. Yes, there are dark entities that are remaining close to the earth who have not passed over, have not gone through the same lessons and the welcoming back into the light that all of you have done after each lifetime. There are some that are more stubborn, let's say, than others. Often, this is really related to what I was talking about earlier, often it's because people have been trained in a religion that taught them to be ashamed or to be fearful or to think that God is an angry, punishing being who will send them to hell. So they're afraid to go to the light. Right. And especially if it's someone who, who did do some things in their life that may not have been too friendly, they may be feeling very guilty and very afraid. And so they cling to the places that they lived. They cling to what they knew out of fear. Often that's the case. Okay. So two things are important here. One, that everyone in the family ask for protection and acknowledge that they can be safe and protected regardless of how many entities there may be walking around in the house, slamming doors and turning on lights and such things. You are in a body here. The others are in bodies. You can protect yourselves. Don't believe those silly sci-fi movies, horror movies where they you know, show people being lifted up off the floor and thrown out the window and things like that. This is not the case. This is not what's happening there. Okay. This man is fearful and ashamed and needs to be taught. You see, he has no way of learning this because he's not in uh, he's not in the light. He's not coming back to talk with us, so we can't teach him. He's isolated himself. So this is why we need for people like you to teach, to reassure him. Tell him you've talked to me. Tell him that he will be forgiven. And no matter what his crime was, and I assure you he has some crimes in his history, Assure him, it doesn't matter. No matter what happened in his life, he will be welcomed back into the light. Okay. That's what I'll do. All right. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. Thank you for your question. And uh, Catherine, are you back with us? Yes. Hi. Well, I have one last uh, one last uh, listener with a question, and this is Tina. And uh, Tina has a question about those who are in prison. I'll let her voice her question. 
Okay. Oh, wait a minute, Tina. Uh, my first mistake. Right. What do you know? <laughs> You're open. Thank you so much. Hi, Tina. Like many who are experiencing revolving doors through the prison system, who have mental imbalances of various kinds, who have not been provided the help they deserve, who have mm-hmm. harmed no one, and two, for all the animals that have been imprisoned through humanity's cruelest show on earth, the circus, and other forms of so-called entertainment. Shall these travesties of unlawful imprisonment be reconciled soon, or at least before the end of these beings' incarnations? In absolute gratitude, absolute love of oneness and peace, Almighty Heart. Oh, dear, I think we lost you. Your line is open, but we've lost you. That was a a broken transmission there. Let's just um, go on to answer some of her questions. She's gone. Yeah. That's too bad. I think the question was, and it was very hard to hear. Oh, there you are. Okay. Um, So what you're asking is, will these people be able to find peace within this incarnation? Yes. Will there be a this whole system that we have set up now be reconciled and changed so they can get the help that they deserve? Yes. That's a really good question. And I know the, the answer to that is yes, but let's get some details if we can. Um we're a little bit over time, so I'm, would you like? Who would you like to ask? Do you want to ask Sananda? Please. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's ask him what he has to say about this. Thank you. Yes, Tina. It is a terrible thing that people are imprisoned for nothing more than being unbalanced or what you might call mentally ill. It has been a a dreadful development in your culture and many others across the globe, but especially in your culture since the laws changed when all the mental institutions were closed because they were terrible places too. But it has also been... um, a travesty that has been carried through by the drug industries who presented the idea that they could cure all mental illness by giving people pills. Well, of course this is not true. And of course those people who may have been drugged enough to be controllable when they were in mental hospitals, are now out on the streets with no care at all and then are given drugs, which they may or may not take, and then they end up in prisons. So the prisons have simply taken the place of the mental hospitals and neither are either humane or kind or offer any real kind of treatment. There are some in your world who 
come into this life with those imbalances in place. That is their contract for the time being. There may be some who are here to teach us about these very things. So while it is a terrible thing, it is also something that is being enlightened by these people who have often volunteered to be the ones who will make the travesty clear to the rest of us and to the rest of you who will hopefully speak out as Tina does. The other problem, of course, in your culture is that children are treated very badly when they're children and they're a little different from others. You know the story how children are picked on and ridiculed and mocked mercilessly. And so they grow up more unbalanced than they would have been otherwise. There are simple solutions to these things. Protected environments, households that can be overseen by kind caretakers and helpers. Many of these people would live happily in a simple life. That's not so difficult to provide. But it's not the kind of enlightened culture that you have lived in. That will change. We assure you, that will change. The golden age will bring heightened sensitivity, compassion, and understanding. And these people will no longer have to sacrifice themselves as examples of how cruel this culture really is. So I hope that reassured you, Tina. It's important for those who see this happening to speak out, to publish it, to especially complain about the prison systems. The idea that a prison should be a profit-making industry is beyond horrific. It is uh, an invention of the cabal to, to imprison as many people as possible. And it is a hideous system in which judges have been corrupted, have been um, bribed to pay off, to, to uh, hand down the longest possible prison sentences so that the jails and the prisons will be filled because it's profitable. This should never have been permitted. And those of you who see what's happening need to speak out. It will change. So continue your protests, Tina. Gather people to join you in protesting this terrible cruelty. It will change, but it will change faster if you help. I hope we answered your question. Thank you. My other concern was the animals, too, that are imprisoned. In and the of circus. course, 
Yes, of course the same will be true for animals. It's Thank all going to change. Much. Thank you, Tina. Thank you so much. Love you. Oh, thank you, Tina. And I'm going to say I love you to all of you. And namaste. And now, let's let the hosts of this show uh, bring this to a close as we all send you love. Namaste. Okay. This is Catherine, back. Thank you, Anne. Thank you, Tina and Diane and Rita. Thanks, Rita. Good to hear from all of you. This was a very exciting time. Happy to hear from all of you. Happy to answer your questions. I'm sorry we couldn't get to everyone. But send in your email questions. Come next week. Anne, are you there? I'm here. Uh huh. Okay. So next week, same time, it's 8.30 Eastern Daylight Time. Um, Anne is in Arizona. It's, what, 5.30 your time, isn't it, Anne? It's now 6.30. The call began at 5.30 Pacific. Right. So I want to thank everybody. And... We've run over a bit for this show, but I think that that was just fine given how many people we had to talk tonight. So I'm going to sign off. Are you, Anne, would you like to say good night? Well, I just think this is such a beautiful service to everybody. And again, um, uh, to follow up on some of the information and learn more about this, uh, Dr. Uh, Catherine May's website is whoneedslight.org, O-R-G. Um, there's so much information there. You can um, learn the fascinating story of how this all evolved and how Dr. May um, has been brought to this point. And uh, I also serve with two websites. One is hollowearthnetwork.com, and the other one is earthascends.com, where you will find Dr. May's page. Uh, and that, again, is your direct link to Dr. May on earthascends.com. And uh, she has a whole section just for herself, and it's called Mother Slash Father. You'll see it on the tab. Um, welcome to our family, everyone. We're joining families. Many from uh, those that have attended my calls for two years are on this call today. And we're all merging together to learn from one another. So thank you so much, uh, Catherine, Dr. May. Um, it's oh, a beautiful you, service that you're giving us. Thank you. What a wonderful celebration. And I, I really encourage everyone to go to Anne's websites. They're beautiful and just chock full of wonderful information. Hollow Earth Network and Earth Ascends. So, good night, everyone. See you next week. Thank good night, you. Catherine. Lady Black, thanks. Yes. Good night. Good night. Thank you all.